Welcome to the Gear Slum, your one-stop shop for all things guitar culture nonsense. I'm Aaron. <laughs> I'm Phil. Uh-oh. <laughs> and I'm Cole. We slim it hard Come so on. you don't have to. <laughs> Um, Phil Buffalo Trace is a, um, it's like a, it's a very popular bourbon, um, specifically, ooh, 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 specifically ooh. it's, it's one of the, like, it's one of the, what people say is like, oh, it's like one of the best cheap bourbons. Yes. In that I it's like under bo- 30 a bottle. Um, but apparently it's really hard to find in a lot of places. Oh, Interesting. What's the difference between whiskey and bourbon? A uh, bourbon is a type of whiskey. It's kind of so like bourbon champagne. is a subset. Yeah, bourbon is a subset of whiskey. I think technically it's supposed to be only from Kentucky. Yes. And it has to be like at least 50% corn mash. Oh yeah, cuz I have a I have an uncle from Louisville and they have bourbon yeah, there. They're obsessed with Kentucky. Um, Kentucky right, straight bourbon, it's... yeah. So it's fifty percent at least corn, and then oh, because you can make whiskey out of like different grains, yeah, uh, barley or something like that. Yeah, so like rye. rye whiskey is another type of whiskey. A barley that is popular right now. That's has to be at least fifty percent rye <laughs> to count as a rye, and then it has to do with like the way it's distilled, not distilled but aged. I think bourbon bourbon is always aged in fresh uh, barrels um right fresh oak barrels um some whiskeys some whiskeys are aged in charred oak barrels other things of that sort yes Cole, as a like french speaker, jack daniels is a you're, kentucky whiskey you're familiar but it's not with technically a bourbon hmm when you say Cole, charred it... oak, do you mean charred like that, like the vegetable? Yeah, it's like oak, half oak. Isn't half that charred. a vegetable? Isn't that some yeah, like weird Swiss vegetable? chard? Swiss chard. It is. Yeah, Swiss it's chard. Like a type yeah. of lettuce. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Or it's a green. It's like red. Um, what are you asking yeah. me as a French speaker? It's red and green. Yeah. Uh, you're aware of champagne, and the. Yeah. Uh, the snobby uh, specifics of what constitutes champagne, but That's there's the like, as... but there's only, but people call people call champagne that isn't from the champagne yeah. region. They still call it champagne, don't they? Or do they call it like sparkling? I think champagne is like sparkling. That, but you're not allowed to like something, call right? it that officially. Like, like, like yes, you'll get, snooty people you'll go to champagne people for calling it. No, like if you're like yeah, bottling it, you're not allowed to yes. like market it as champagne. Okay. I think right, so you can't funny. write champagne on it. I but, do want to know who like the governing other body will, is for that. Other people will say champagne. But then isn't like champagne? Oh gosh, it's got to be the snootiest of the snooty. Is California champagne a thing? California avocados. I know that's a thing because I see commercials I think it's for called, them all the time. Uh, isn't it called? No, here you go. Check this I, out. I'm completely out of my element. 
But there's a hundred year old loophole. Oh, somebody finally that Googled makes it. Makes California right. champagne legal. Ooh, uh, champagne Cali- is champagne <laughs> sparkling wine or is it some other? It's a sparkling wine, yeah. Like white wine, though, mostly, isn't it? Yes. It is a white wine, yeah. Sometimes pink, like a rosé. White wine. Champagne. <laughs> okay, is rosé, like, the only thing I know about rosé is that, who's the guy, who's the guy on Instagram, the big fat guy who is, like, famous <laughs> for being famous, and he always The dude with, like, the rose. top knot or whatever? Yeah, what's his, oh, his name's just, like, fat, I think his tag. Fat it, Jewish It sounds guy. terrible, it's fat guy? Jewish. Yeah. I think it's just fat Jewish. Yeah. But I thought rosé was like a brand. No, so rosé is like a, it's a pink it's like wine. Pink, it's pink a champagne. kind of wine. It's not always champagne. It, it can just be like a... Oh, it can just be non-sparkling. It's not always sparkling, yeah. I think the thing with rosé that people like is that it's usually sweet, so it's like very easy to drink. It's like when you order a Shirley Temple, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, but it's alcoholic. Mm-hmm. But it's like, oh, I'm I'm sophisticated because I'm drinking wine. The thing, the thing, yeah, it's like to me it's like though, the wine is like coolers of real wine. Okay, so it is. It's less sophisticated <laughs> than like normal wine because because that was the only context I'd ever seen it in. I mean, yeah. I assumed it was kind of like. Or the other thing is, uh, oh crap, what's his name? The guy on Spit and Chicklets who has his own pink. <laughs> no oh, idea. Whitney. Uh. He's a hockey player who has his own brand of rosé. What? Oh, no, it's vodka. It's like pink. Oh, never oh, mind. See. Pink Whitney. His name's uh, Ryan Whitney. But, yeah, it's it's oh, pink, pink vodka. Whitney. I have seen that. But it's probably, it, it's probably like a similar, like they took a similar route to get to that as they got, as they took to get to rosé, right? Um, I it's probably know. like sweetened vodka or something. Well, so rosé is not sweetened wine, but like some wines are sweeter than others. Okay, just because of the grapes they use. Yeah, the processing the way it's like like if they you put it, on it in oak barrels, then it tends to be more oaky. I don't know. I don't know. You put it in charred barrels, too, it tends to be more charty. Yeah, yeah, it's a little charty. Charty McDennis. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, Cardi McDonald. Dude, <laughs> that's such a good one. Bringing it around. Um, I don't know what this pink vodka is. I'm sure this is flavored. It's where it's it's popular though. I see it talked about in yeah, it's pink circles that have vodka. Nothing to do with hockey. I right. Yeah. Anyways, well, if we're talking New, about New Amsterdam, which is like a like a well known vodka brand. Oh, okay. Like they make a lot of flavored vodkas. Okay. Yeah, um, they do a podcast called Spit and Chicklets and it has and this vodka has the logo of the podcast on the front of it. I gotta check that name. podcast out. I like that name. I yeah, like hockey it's too. Name. It's a good it's good. Like Biz uh Biz his name's Ryan Bissonette. He they were both former NHL players, but they neither of them were like amazing and they are both very self deprecating and everything, yeah. but they get like pretty amazing interviews because they were in the NHL, you know, connections and stuff. Yeah. So it's a, it's a good hockey podcast. So you've, have you ever been to Mexico? Yes. Like you've driven into Mexico and then back out of Mexico. I have several times. Um, when's the last, just for the record, those are two very different questions. 
Maybe, I guess when you're in Southern California, maybe they're No, not. I know. That's why I clarified. <laughs> okay. I was like, wait a second. Because I've been uh, to Mexico, but I flew to Cancun. Yeah, yeah. Right. Which, which is isn't a, really Mexico anyways, but that's yeah. a different. Right. Very, very different. Well, I mean, even flying into like Cabo. Like even Cabo's pretty close. Anywhere yeah, because I did a cruise to Mexico border. too, but it was the same thing. Yeah, anyway. crossing the border by vehicle is <sighs> something yeah. to experience. It's wild. Do you, do you remember? Was there like a lot of kids like jumping on your windows and like trying to wash your windows and stuff and like selling yes. gum? Sell us, selling us chicle. Chicle, chicle. That's yeah. what I remember. Chicle. I I purchased a an Aztec calendar while coming back from Mexico. This is before 2012, I assume. Of course. Oh no, that's the Mayan calendar. Never mind. <laughs> oh, Aaron, that's racist. <laughs> it's super racist. <laughs> Uh, um, Luckily, so it's a this group was that a, we're allowed to be racist against. Well, maybe, but in 20 years, when Aaron is running for office, this uh, yeah, this I'm, audio clip that's going to be the thing that gets when him. I'm 60 running for office. <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh, you mixed up Aztecs and Mayans. <laughs> Mother effer, <laughs> canceled, <laughs> canceled, man. I don't um, even know if yeah. like people from like people in the future will people from the future be canceled? Like is anyone is anyone putting stuff online now that's gonna get them canceled in twenty, thirty years? Heck yeah, dude. Or do are people like Or is it stuff that we don't think is like cancelable, but then it's like it will be then. That's what you just said is was the source yeah. of my joke. So yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, I yeah, there's no telling. Free. There's no telling what's going to be cancelable in the future. Yeah, right. Yeah. Who's to say? Who, Who is to say? Us? Um, so Who I purchased. Can say. <laughs> I purchased. I also purchased a, a blanket, um, that is, I'm sure, is like, you know, not. Um, hmm. How do I put this? Uh, I, I'm sure it is not uh, authentic in any way i mean you bought it in um, mexico though so yes what do you mean it's i did authentic well i mean that like there's those bl- blankets that are <laughs> no, like I know what you're saying the, well like half the souvenirs pattern. you buy in mexico are like made in china or whatever right right so it's <laughs> yeah. like the the yeah. pattern you, you see like literally at every single corner store oh yeah like yeah. it's just so prolific that there's no way it's got to be mass produced somewhere yeah yeah i know and then saying. So, but all that to say, I, instead of buying one at a shop, I, I waited for the drive back because I knew, like, I just thought in my head, it's way cooler if I buy it from my car, from a, like an actual literal street vendor walking up to the car saying, do you want, I waited for that moment to buy the blanket and I still have that blanket. And I'm very proud of that. Oh, nice. You have the blanket. It's like 20 years. Yeah. Was it like a striped blanket or was it like a a tiger blanket? <laughs> it's uh, got like a unicorn on it with the sunset behind it. Like one of those <laughs> yeah, yeah. like felt no. blankets or whatever. Yeah, it's not It's not Tiny like an ones. airbrushed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> is it, it's is like it the, just, the striped. It, um, colors or is it like black and white? It is uh, 
black it's and not white a design you'd picture spray painted on someone's tailgate on their truck it's not like a wolf with some right trees behind it it's the same it's the same pattern that you know how this the the uh the ponchos kind of come and go out of, in and out of fashion uh-huh. uh it's that same pattern i know but is it like multiple multicolored or is it black and gray is what i'm asking is it colorful uh, or it, not colorful it's some color i believe okay. it's green green and brown and white and black i think okay nice nice I don't know if you're familiar with this. Like, um, are you like are a, you like colorblind? Not in that you can't see color, but that you don't understand the concept of color, Phil. Because <laughs> he asked, "Does it have color, or is it black and gray?" And that was a difficult question for you, even though it has green and brown in it. No, it's just like with the pedal. <laughs> no, I started to answer, and then he interrupted me, and I started to answer again, and he interrupted me again. You have like neurological colorblindness instead of just like some of your rods are missing or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Psychological color blindness. No, I, just, I, know, I don't no. see color. I'm sorry. Exactly. <laughs> He's like, I don't no. know. No, I, I get myself to not see color. <laughs> I've learned color blindness. Um, are we too far away involved. to talk about the fact that uh, Maynard uh, Keenan owns his own wine uh, no, winery? Never. Never too far away. Have we talked about this before? I don't think so. No. I feel like, I mean, how long have we been doing this? Is it like five years now? Yeah. I'll, yes. Okay. Almost. I feel six. like, I feel like almost we five. kind of recycle. We just kind of like tell each other the same stories. Just, I'm not that's familiar like, with this. That's stories. called, you know, being a human being and aging, <laughs> yeah. right? Okay. Like we only yeah. have so many yeah. anecdotes. Our lives aren't that interesting on a day-to-day basis, right? And occasionally yeah, like new things happen to us. Two hours worth of content every two weeks from our yeah. life. Like I went ice skating tonight with a bunch of teenagers. You want to talk about yeah, that? Like I'm drinking bourbon and Mexican Coke. Is it from the Champagne region? It's from, it's Buffalo <laughs> Trace and Coke from Mexico. Echo and Mexico. Oh, so, Coca-Cola? Coca-Cola, carbonated water, cane sugar, number two numbering. Yeah, real, first real sugar. Yeah, it's actually, it's literally from Mexico. Echo and none Mexico. of that AOC, none of that AOC Nancy Pelosi Pelosi sugar, real sugar. When sugar was sugar, exactly. dude, Nancy Pelosi should have a. Like a, a a musical festival called Nancy Palooza, <laughs> I would go to it. I would. That sounds like the latest thing ever. <laughs> I know it's pronounced Kamala, but you could have Kamala Palooza too. Oh yeah. Thank you Kamala for Palooza. pronouncing so it. So speaking of music festivals, should we talk about Kamala Palooza? Yeah, Kamala Palooza. If Kamala Harris married Nancy Pelosi, she could be Kamala Pelosi. Yeah, it's true. Anyway, Maynard from Tool has his own winery. That's it. Um, What's it called? He said that uh, Caducus Cellars. 
That's what Ken and Ryu say when they throw a fireball. Caducus! Caducus! <laughs> Caduceus? Caduceus. Um, Caduceus. Maynard, Maynard James Keenan kind of looks like Luke Mundy. Yes. At this point in his life. <laughs> oh, he does. He 100% does. If if Mundy shaved his head, well, he Maynard has had creepy. Maynard has long hair at times. Yeah, yeah. This picture that I'm looking at right now, it's like a short. It's like a mohawk, a wide, a wide, flowing mohawk, if you will. So I know this is a weird take because Tool is like very. They're not very popular, but they have a huge like cult following. But I think they're probably like underappreciated by the general public right also i think a lot of their fans are in cults exactly and that's part of why like i never liked tool and i didn't even know their music i just knew that all the people who liked tool i didn't like them you know yeah yeah Yeah. yes for sure it's it's kind of sad because you're right it's like the fans it's kind of like uh Insane clown, clown Posse. Like, I'm sure their music's good, but I just don't <laughs> exactly. want to give it a chance because of the people. Or the I'm Raiders. I'm not sure their music is good. <laughs> the Raiders. <laughs> are, you, are you actually sure that Insane Clown Posse's music is good? No, it is, no. It is objectively <laughs> terrible, actually. If you listen to it, it's honestly... It's like, it's like they're daring you to... Aaron, please understand my jokes. To, like, please, provide a living right for Starting right now, please. <laughs> please turn up your joke sensing knob man i am i drank too much too fast is what i'm gonna say so we'll see how the rest of these episodes go okay so and guys it ruins your sense of humor it does i just i'm joke blind i've gone joke blind <laughs> i'm gonna make one more cocktail after this one too just so you know please don't call it a cocktail ever again <laughs> why it's two ingredients, Aaron. You can't it's still three call it a cocktail. There's ice. Just shut up. I'm going to make one. You guys, one what do you want me to call it? A mixed drink? Do you guys want me to tell you about this music festival drink. that's taking place in Las Vegas in I October? Do. Yes, Cole. I already know about it. I want you to tell me about it. So. Phil, to shut up. <laughs> I'm going to read. I okay. It is a music festival presented by Live Nation. Apparently, that's still a thing. <laughs> right. Um, exactly. This is their last, this is their death knell. uh... (laughs) It's called Barely Alive Nation. Exactly. (laughs) Still technically a live nation. Um, It's called When We Were Young, which is kind of interesting because isn't that a killer's lyric? Yeah, yeah, it is. But the killers have nothing to do with it. That's when you were young. When you, oh yeah, you're right. Okay. So here is some of the bands. There are probably 50 bands. Yeah, it's it's a a lot. It's a one. Wait, before you go into the bands list, I'm looking at the website and it says tickets starting at 19.99 down, which doesn't tell you the price of the ticket. Oh, what do you mean? Not. Wait, what does that mean? 19.99 down payment. Tickets starting at 19.99 down. Oh yeah, the <gasps> cheapest That's ticket with that oh, gross. is two hundred and twenty-five dollars. <laughs> which, which, if you were to say like, oh, bad. if you were to add up all the bands and divide it by whatever, like that's great. But you can't. You're not going to be able to see all these bands. 
Yeah, like, let's talk about how many be, stages do you yeah. think that there will be? There's got to... Okay, I'm going to... Like, as you guys are talking, one, two, three, four, five, six. There's six bands on the main stage. I'm pretty sure seven bands on the main mm-hmm. stage. And then there's... How do you know where the main anybody, stage is? Where are you seeing I'm that? thinking it's the two... He's just seeing bigger logos. One of the, one of the things... Okay. One of the things specifically mentioned... Uh, these bands will be on the something something stage, like it was, oh, okay, you okay. know, the van oh, stage okay. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And it was those seven. So it was My Chemical Romance and Paramore that are headlining, which is like, well, Paramore is really good. I wonder what they even like. None of the band is the same as it used to be. Except well, they for, just reunited. They like got back. Together. Oh, did they really? Yeah. Okay, that actually like makes me excited. A new album, maybe. My Chemical Romance. They're great live and stuff, but they're not my favorite band. And then yeah. Bring Me the Horizon, A Day to Remember, Avril Lavigne, which is whatever, oh. Bright Eyes, which is an interesting, and it's basically like, it kind of runs the gamut of emo, t- styles of emo. Yeah. And then Jimmy Eat World. Um, so that's the main stage. Okay. And then just listen to some of these bands. Like, I didn't know most of these bands even still existed, but there's so many bands on here that I have loved for so long so you AFI, have to know a bunch of them are just getting together for this or like totally or it's like one shows. yeah one of the dudes that owns the rights to the name still right. or whatever and they're gonna play four songs or whatever yeah because like thursday has not been a band for a long time oh yeah again sure. thursday is on here and they were one of my favorite bands so afi the used manchester orchestra which is like i'm I've actually going to see them in month. february oh uh, me too yeah, dude, they're so good, but like I've they never are seen a live, weird. I'm really excited. They're a weird addition to this. They are because they're not. They weren't around. Yeah, they quote, formed in like we 2010 or something. Yeah, but then okay, so AFI Alkaline 64 Trio. bands. I just counted 64 <laughs> bands on this poster. So if there's that's but like 10 there's stages. A lot of newer bands like Knocked Loose. That's a new band. Okay, band Neck Deep. But like, okay, uh, Dance Gavin Dance. It's pretty good. But freaking Census Fail, Silverstein, Acceptance. The starting line. <laughs> the starting line. Remember those guys? I hate them so much. The story of the oh, year. I was actually. You were young and... I was way into story of the year for a very hot minute. Oh, really? Um, yeah. <laughs> they're like. Are they on they're like, drive-thru? Kind of. I, I was into them. drive-thru records. Like anyone on drive-thru, I was like, no. I liked a lot of them. So Anne Berlin, Armor for Sleep is good. Hawthorne Heights. Red jumpsuit apparatus. Remember the one oh, song dude, that they were we all around for like a minute. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let me ask this. Three oh three is playing. Seosin, uh Dashboard Confessional and Taking Back Sunday. Which I they... saw Seosin once. They're yeah, I I saw him at like a festival. I don't think I ever saw him in an I think actual I, I saw them opening for Under Oath. But some of these bands, like I would kill like Alkaline Trio Thursday. Yeah, dude. Have you seen out? You've seen Alkaline Trio, right? Yeah, I've seen Alkaline, and I've seen Thursday too, but I haven't seen them since like 2004 or something. Because, yeah, Amberlin, I just we, saw it not too long ago. Can we do some math here? Like, if it's a 12-hour day, mm-hmm. right? Because it it can't yeah. be longer than that, it might even be right? Longer, like noon to midnight like, or something, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So and it is so, one day, right? It says one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not it's a just weekend. One day. Yeah. So does that mean like it's like a warp tour kind of thing? Doesn't that mean so some of these bands will just stages? So we actually yeah probably. So weirdly, my son, uh, we heard on the radio. We listen to the radio when we're driving usually, 
and they're advertising oh. for this festival that was in LA over the weekend um, called, I can't remember what it was called, but Coldplay and 21 Pilots. 21 Pilots was playing. That's why my son wanted to watch it. So they did a live stream of it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they had Coldplay played for like 45 minutes, but then there was this band, like this glam rock band that just played for like 20 minutes. Yeah, they did like yeah. four songs or something like that. Yeah. And so there's, it's got to be the there's same be a lot of that, way. Sure. Like My Chemical Romance, Paramore, they're going to do full sets. I bet I bet it's set up kind of like you can tell the bands at the top are like the most popular ones and then down from there. So I bet early in the day it's going to be all those bands down at the bottom. But Hawthorne I'm Heights sure they have the like a pop punk stage or like, totally. a, you know, like different stages yeah. too. Dude, Manchester Orchestra bands is on here too. A, like, yeah. So La Dispute, they're cool. They're old. Even Boys Like, like Girls is a weird addition. Right? The Linda Lindas are on there. Are you aware of this band? Uh-uh. So the Linda Lindas are, they became popular like is that is that a me- summer. Is that on that meme? Linda, Linda. No, no. That, but I think that's <laughs> Is that what that meme is from, though? Or is it a different name? Listen, Linda. Listen, Linda. It, it is Linda, isn't it? Linda. Yeah. Linda. 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 Listen they to me. Name themselves after Listen. that. But it's just, it's a group of, it's like a punk group of like young, young whip girls. I think the oldest one is like, they're like in their early teens. And they became popular like a few months ago. They did a cover of some song, I think. Uh, but then like everyone was taking them on tour and stuff. And so they're like, they're in this, oh, when dude, they're we really were young. young, but they're literally like, they've been alive less time than most of these bands have been broken up. Totally. <laughs> super exactly. weird. Like they, they do not belong. Oh, it's interesting. Cause they're festival. all girl and they're all Asian and, and yeah. Latina as they're well. They're cool too. They're really good. I mean, all girl, all Asian. <laughs> Ooh. That's uh, my favorite genre of, of movies. Sexist boys. So they had this video that came out because they played <laughs> at some like concert in a um, in a library, and then they like immediately got signed to Epitaph Records to like release an album. That's cool. Like it's Racist, it's so funny. Sexist boy. <laughs> That's <how it> <laughs> If you don't know Gun Street Wiring Shop by now, you must be living in the dark ages. They are the premier hand-built wiring solution for all of your guitars. I have one in my Telecaster. I have a setup in there, five-way. It's great. Have it in my Jazzmaster. It's amazing. I actually put it in my Epiphone Dot. Brought the thing back to life. It's crazy. If you don't have it, you need it. Every guitar that you own will be better with Gun Street Wiring Shop. I promise. Also, if you join the street crew, you get a discount on the product. And I guarantee you'll enjoy it. If you get it and you don't like it, I will punch Cole in the face. That's my guarantee. Check it out right now at GunStreetWiringShop.com. Okay, I feel like, honestly, this... So so my wife and I have this thing where back when we used to go to movies... Is this going to be PG or... Yes. <laughs> when we used to go to movies, my, my wife has this thing where she believes she's cursed... This isn't like and, a Roseville Park situation. No, and <laughs> and no matter where she People chooses to sit cursed. in a movie theater, there's always a person who comes and sits right on the other side of her, uh-huh. and that person is the kind of person who talks entirely through the movie. Dude, okay, and it's it why is, doesn't she sit on the end? It's crazy how it always <laughs> you happens. Just crack the code. <laughs> 
It's sometimes it's behind her. Get an aisle seat. Sometimes okay, it's but here's in front the thing. What if what if there's like a bunch of people in the theater talking and you just notice the person next to you because that's the one you can hear. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Honestly, like she's just oh, super aware of it. Maybe she's the problem. May okay, maybe, but also like Kathy, she said it, and I was problem. like, and I was like, <laughs> she said it the first time she told me. I was like, no, that's not true. But then, and maybe what happened was she just tricked me into believing it. But it, I started like noticing maybe, maybe it too. all of us are always sitting next to someone who talks a lot. No, when I go to the movies without her, <laughs> I do not experience this. Okay. But when I go to the movies with her, I do experience it. Wow. Anyway, that I say that because I'm I'm looking at this poster and I'm thinking, okay, and maybe six, maybe six stages. You know, mu- all music. It's got to be more. Once. I bet it's eight stages. Yeah. Yeah. And they'll yes. like stagger. They'll stagger like load out, you know, on like adjacent right. stages or whatever. Right. Yeah. Maybe they'll yes. be like, maybe there'll be a state like two bands on and, you know, so they're like loading out next to the band that's playing or whatever. Dude, the best concert I ever went to, maybe not the best, but one of the coolest was at this place in L.A. called Los Globos. And it's like a salsa I love dance those guys. theater. Most of the time, it's like a salsa dance club, but they have an upstairs and a downstairs, so they have stages up and down. Yeah. So they staggered the band, so it was like, okay, this band's so playing, now, now everyone go upstairs and watch the next band. So that's how like, Nashville is. Down. It was freaking on, cool. That's how Nashville is. All the bars on this main drag have like multiple levels, and then all the, like the whole front opens up, and they have bands on like every level. Oh, wow. Okay. time. Aaron, I don't know. I don't remember where this is, but I know it's somewhere in L.A. And there was a a place that had a stage that was like a big circle. Yeah. And it rotated. Yeah. And, oh yeah, that's awesome. And so the front, the front of the stage. Oh yeah, they would just like flip it around. Yeah. Yes. And so then that's it was like cool. then it, the stage would rotate, of you know of uh one yeah. one eighty, and then the back now the back of the stage they're like unloading their gear and the other band yeah. is like loading yeah, up so there's like no wait time between that no wait time and yeah. and they can mess with the back of the stage and nobody cares because it's behind right yeah, there's else. like a wall between it um yeah, that's very cool it and so then the music was like like every band was happening like within like a minute yeah yes yeah. and i don't know why more places don't do something like that i mean it's probably expensive and it's it just financially space, but, not like but yeah it's a really cool idea or like literally, all you have to do is have two stages like side by side. Yeah, that's the thing. That that's the easier solution because as long as like one, you know, like even if you can see people doing stuff out of the corner of your eye, it's not like it's that big of a distraction or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, the the rough and tumble MacGyver way to do it is you get the the um, the headliner band has all their gear the furthest back, like stand. Yeah, that's a common. I've seen and that then, done before, and so they just like, hang up a black drape or whatever. Yeah, yes, and then it, you're just removing yeah. like the the most recent gear. Because taking <laughs> right. stuff off is way quicker. Up. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And a lot of times bands like will share drums and stuff. Yeah. Right. If, especially if they're like on tour together and like. Oh, dude! Meet me at the altar is playing too. Oh, okay. Do you know so them? Are the All American Rejects? Um, I do not. Meet me at the altar. I just was introduced to him recently, but it's like a, they have like chiptune aspects to their music. Okay. It's kind of, you know, like, like music created with a Game Boy basically. Yeah. Yeah. 
Or all, Lil, where are Lil all American Huddy? rejects on there? Lil Huddy is right next to Glassjaw. <laughs> I don't know who it's Lil Huddy is. the weirdest. <laughs> Who's Lil Huddy? Oh, the all American. That's a weird font, dude. You should not make your logo hard to read. Who, the all American rejects? Yeah. I totally glossed over it. Oh yeah. Maybe I read it. I don't remember it though. It's just all. All is really big. And <laughs> everything else is not as big. Dude, if all was playing, I'd definitely go. Dude, all. Freaking all. Oh, a tray was on here. All is that's great. serious? Yeah, that's another one I missed because of the font. Most of these bands oh, are yeah. like bands that I'm aware of. <laughs> their, their font existence. looks like a freaking snowboarding company. But I or don't something. know them at all. I like Bayside. Bayside's cool. Yeah, Bayside is okay. Dude, a lot of these bands. Live. I would kill this. Yeah. There's a lot, of, but it's 225 bucks. It's hard. And honestly, like I'm probably closer to Vegas than most people. Right. Like it's a five hour drive for me or something. Considering all the people on the, on the planet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're all closer <laughs> to Vegas than most starving people. kids in Africa. They're not that close <laughs> to Vegas. Wait, but so the reason they I probably brought couldn't up afford Cat- tickets. Anyways. People in New York city are closer to Vegas than most people. <laughs> the reason I brought up Kathy's curse is because I feel like, I would go if I paid money to go to this Dude. concert. I would end up not seeing any of the bands. I would but miss the bands that I want, and oh, I yeah. would only and you, accidentally see bands that I am I don't care at all to see. And you'd be surrounded by lunatics the whole time. All right, here's here's who you would see. You would see the horror pops. You would see <laughs> Lil Huddy. <laughs> you would see <laughs> Ice Nine Kills. <laughs> Dude, I I keep glancing at that and thinking it says Nine Inch Nails. Ice Nine Kills. Is it Ice Kills Nine or is it Ice Nine Kills? I remember Black Car Seat Headrest is a funny name for a band. I think Car Seat Headrest is like a recent band too. I believe Ice Nine isn't uh, Ice Ice Nine a reference to uh, Kurt Vonnegut? Um, Ice Nine isn't that what the thing was called? Like the Ice Nine with my little eye. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, from Cat's Cradle? I don't know who yes. Bring Me the Horizon is. Bring Me the Horizon is like a really popular emo They're band so good. That I've never heard. Just kidding. I don't know. Or Google says they're a rock band, actually. So uh, well, Yeah, they were signed to RCA label. Formed in 2004. Oh, they're metal core? Oh, are they? That's what this says. Oh, yeah. Metal core. From their, this is from their official BMTH official from their relatively straightforward, if never less than striking metalcore beginnings in 2003, they have, period, dot, dot, they dot. They have two drummers. Oh, why? Okay, I got, <laughs> I, I've got an idea. Let's okay. talk about this poster. Here's what we should talk about with this poster. Which bands do you think are placed on the poster, like, the furthest away from where they should be put, placed? And you guys if we're kinda, saying like the hierarchy is top to bottom. Uh, yeah, well, I would say yes, top to bottom, but also except those uh, ones in the size. middle. I think there's like a except T. The, yes. There's a T going on. It, here. There's a T, yes. Yeah. But then the, T, the two sides are, I would say, are. Top wouldn't to you bottom. say they're top to bottom? Top to the bottom. T- yeah. Yeah, I mean, you kind of got to go by like logo size too. Which no, you don't. Most of the, all the just, ones outside of that main T are like the same size. No, though, the logos right? down the middle are the same size, and then on each side they're oh, large right. to small. Yes, they're mostly. Yes, there's only a couple large ones, though. Most of the ones on the sides are about the same size. They're like three across all the way down, basically. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, you're right. I oh, feel like, like 
Manchester Orchestra and that. I feel like the bands that are at the bottom that should be at the top are like Thursday should be higher. Aren't Hawthorne Heights Hawthorne Hawthorne Heights? Heights, They're not higher. It's really big, and they're they're like when people talk about like Midwest emo, they're like one of the main. They have like a a big. That's okay. Thing going on. Yeah, like the whole Ohio is for losers thing. Losers, is that that what it is? Lovers. Oh, Ohio's for, Ohio's for lovers. I thought there the... was like a, I was like, I don't know that trend. Ohio's for losers. Yeah. I mean, That's Ohio's funny. for losers is probably more accurate, but. Yeah. Um, is Ohio Midwest? Yeah. Okay. I honestly don't know anything. About I think Midwest I... is like everything west of the East Coast, honestly. <laughs> okay. Like so how do you, what do you feel? Think, Phil? I, I feel like, well, here's another thing that is kind of surprising to me is I kind of had in my mind dashboard confessional is sort of like the godfather of a particular kind of emo yeah. right yeah but they it's weird I mean, that they're, they're not a part of the main T honestly and that bright right. eyes and is... Jimmy Eat World I like I love Levine. Jimmy Eat World mm. right exactly I think Avril Lavigne fact, is bigger than dashboard the fact that this is taking place in Las strange. Vegas is is partially why Jimmy Eat World, like Jimmy Eat World, is huge in in Arizona and Japan. Utah and Nevada and stuff. Yeah, probably Japan too. But there's also like a very so like this like quote unquote like cred bands, like the street cred bands, like the real scene bands yeah. are way lower than like the big commercial bands. Yeah. So there's there is like a very commercial aspect to the hierarchy of but this like but too, like uh, which is why Avril makes sense I think I feel like Silverstein being like halfway down the list is surprising when I don't know yeah like car seat headrest is up okay but here's here's one way to explain I think car it, seat headrest is Jimmy like World popular I think that all those bands forming the T people you need to look up this poster or this this entire part of the podcast is going to be unbearable. Um, <laughs> like Jimmy world. We're saying that way too late in this recording. To, we're like, I we're, mean, we're saying that way too late in the life of this podcast. But. Exactly. Yeah. There, yeah. I'm reading a lot into this, but I think maybe all the bands in that T are playing on the main stage. So what that would mean would is that, that, yeah. Or headline, that would mean is that just. some of these stages are ending the closer is going to be Dashboard and Taking Back Sunday and the used and AFI. Right. That makes and sense. And Jimmy World is playing way earlier in the show. So while they're on the main stage, in theory, right. like if you're closing the show on one of the secondary stages, are you bigger mm-hmm. than the person opening on the main stage or, you know? Well, I mean, you have to think about it in terms of like logistics because if you're closing the main stage, that means you're going up against like My Chemical Romance. So. Totally, yeah. The other band, Jimmy World, doesn't have to worry about that. So they're, like, kind of giving people a chance to see them. Yeah, they're going up against the freaking Wonder Years, whoever like, that is. Like, Kitty or something. Okay, so I like, Aaron, did you say the cred bands? Was yeah, Was that the yeah. phrase you used? Okay, yeah, so, I stole that from Bad Christian. But Okay, so there's the, the cred bands. That's an interesting, like, I like thinking about it that way because then it immediately made me think, which of these bands like has the most radio hits? Yeah. Right? Like the most radio hits um is Paramore by far. Or 
Well, Jimmy G- World had a lot of songs on the radio. Like, it depends okay, on that's true about like radio hits, I guess. But like, Dashboard had back a lot of big songs too. Dashboard and Taking Back Sunday, maybe. Avril Lavigne has a ton of like. Yeah. I feel like there's songs that came out that I didn't even know were Avril Lavigne, probably though. Okay, maybe. Did you know? I just. Saw, I think Paramore I probably has the most day. hits though, because they've been putting out hits for a long time. Yeah. A- AFI you know and the U's both have. Well, chemical romance. Anyway, it doesn't okay. matter. Apparently, I wrote a song, wrote a song, and then they were like, "We're not going to record it." And then they gave it to Kelly Clarkson, and it became yes. a big hit. Yes. Which one? Um, it's. I think it's her like one of her biggest freaking hits, right? Uh, I'll send this and I'll learn how to fly. Do what it takes till I touch the sky. Oh, break away! Break away! Yeah, that's the one. That's yeah, Avril Lavigne apparently co-wrote that song. And oh, break! They're like, yeah. it's too pop for me. We're gonna give it to away, and then Kelly Clarkson recorded it and became a massive hit. That's interesting. Anyway, not that it matters, but I feel like Avril Lavigne probably deserves a lot. Like, I always hated Avril Lavigne, right? Because the same reason I hated Some Forty One, and you know, but I feel like so she I actually we probably like barely too old for them. Yeah. She probably she deserves did. way more cred than she actually had, though. Yeah. Like, yeah, it seemed like she was always a sellout, but, then, like, but, like, as a musician, she's probably more of a musician than a lot of bands that, quote-unquote, sold out, you know? Right, right. I mean, yeah, she I think... probably wrote... I mean, she could have been a pop star, but... Yeah. She chose to be a pop-punk pop star. Yeah. Well, and I think... But, see, that's part of that's part of the thing that feels slightly disingenuous, right? Is, like... There was a what was happening was there was a at the time that she broke big, there was like a flooded market of like of yeah, yeah Britney sure. Christina kind of stuff, and there was also like a like a side thing of pop punk being really big, and so yeah, she's like, yeah. oh, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna like be both of those things, yeah, and then created like sort of kind of her own market like yeah all the little girls that were like oh my parents are kind of scared of for me listening to those those bands that are talking about right. taking off your pants and jacking it and um jacket. what did jacket. you just say this jacket that's what the song is called jacket. the album that's what the album is jacking called. it just jacket <laughs> you don't call that thing that makes you warm that you put over your body you're jacking it <laughs> I'm I just think, wearing a light jacking it. I, I just watched a little those, brisk. I just watched the the um Jagged Little Pill documentary on HBO a few weeks, Jacket weeks little ago. Pill. And I think Avril has there's a lot of parallels between her and like Alanis Morissette's first album or first big, you know, Jagged Little Pill. In terms of like yeah. taking something like being very commercial but also like just edgy yeah. enough that it like Yeah. And actually, in hindsight, Alanis Morissette is the same way where, like, I wish I had realized how cool she was at the time. Yeah. Instead yeah. of in hindsight, right? Yeah. Jack Little Pill is such a great album. Okay, here's a here's a it weird thing, Phil. It really is. Like, almost, yeah, like, it's like almost it's more perfect. hits than not hits on that yeah. album. It's like it's a lot true. of those, al- it's like the freaking Hootie and the Blowfish, Cracked Review. Sure. Where it's just like full of hits. <laughs> sure. It's a, it's surprising how many CDs came out in the late '90s that were that. Yeah, full of yeah, that's singles, true. right? Yeah. Because it came, it became normal. Like, I don't know. 
In the early two yeah. thousands, it was like you put out a CD and there's a couple singles off of it at most. Yeah, I mean it's like R- Riddlebox. You guys remember that album Riddlebox from Insane uh-huh. Clown Posse? That was just full of hits. <laughs> Shut up, you idiot. <laughs> okay, so Phil, going back to your question, here's here's a weird outlier. Uh, maybe outlier is not the right word, but you have My Chemical Romance and Paramore at the top. Which, by the way, who do you think is actually closing? Is it mm-hmm. Paramore? It's Paramore. It's got to be right. I mean, and then bring me the horizon, which I'll admit is out of my league. So I have no idea who they are, but they might be huge. But then a day to remember, like, why are they so far up the list there? I hear that name a lot though. Like I know, but I like, I used to like them and stuff, but they were never, I don't, I feel like they were never all that popular, but maybe they've been around for a long. Like, I know they've been making CDs like consistently, but it's weird. I don't know them at all. I feel like that, yeah, like I can't name a song of theirs. I, I'm sure some of our viewers are like punching their iPods right now, but. It's also kind of weird because like, so like, okay, there's like Jimmy <laughs> Eat World, <laughs> Jimmy Eat World, Bright Eyes, I'm uh, sure, even Avril Lavigne. I'm sure all of our, all of our <laughs> listeners are breaking their, <laughs> breaking their pages their in half right now. right now. Maybe I'm just thinking of iPods because of I'm all these bands. Across the room. These are the bands I used to listen to on did. my iPod. Okay, but listen, hear me out. So Jimmy World, Bright Eyes, um, Ever Levine to some degree, Dashboard Confessional, Taking Back Sunday, Thursday. These are bands of like a particular era, right? Yeah. Which is like, okay, when we were young. But yeah, then there's but then there's like, like twenty the somethings. A day to remember, even the used maybe, totally. Um, which is when people who are younger than us were young. When people in their twenties were young. Yeah. So the festival is called <laughs> yeah, when we were sense. young, but like there's kind of different versions of that, even in who the bands we? that they chose. Like, yeah. yeah, like everyone can, pretty much anyone like under forty five, between the ages of like twenty five and forty five, can find someone in here that's like, yeah, they were cool when I was young. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say nobody really older, point. nobody older than me is like. Yeah, Phil, you're like the top. You're... Yeah, you're kind of the end. <laughs> I'm because yes, even like My I'm... Chemical Romance and Paramore are like, you're yeah. almost like too old to have been into them. The only reason like, I was into Paramore is because they opened for Jimmy Eat World one time, and I saw them. Okay, before we, them, but before we I end used to this, be really sexist about girls in rock bands which is really stupid but are you making a joke or are you serious no like i used to i like, think that's normal though when i was like in my like early 20 like 19, yeah a lot 20, of people like, like in the dismiss. late 90s you know early 2000s. is this when you were like the mis- well because it's really easy thought, you, you genuinely thought the misfits were cool and like yeah i mean exactly you thought yeah, they had good exactly. music <laughs> when i could like, like listen to an album all the way through of the misfits they're like the insane like, clown posse um <laughs> Dude, I mean, the, like, the misfits well but it's easy like it's very easy to dismiss it's very easy to dismiss a band when and i know this will get me canceled if not now in the future at some it's, point in the future this will be a cancelable offense yeah this will be cancelable like okay the band consists of uh it it is comprised of all the band men. comprises all men <laughs> and a very attractive and that's subjective right, you know singer. but like the lead singer is a cute attractive girl and everything you know and she has an amazing voice and she's an amazing musician but yeah, yeah. it's easy to dismiss a band because of that i think excuse me yeah for especially sure. if you're you know 
a 20 something guy who yeah. takes music ser- too seriously or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the same with Avril Lavigne, right? Like she was yeah. in the same boat, but it I was mean, just 10 yeah. years earlier or something or five but years I feel earlier. Like Avril Lavigne never really had a band. Like she wasn't part of a band, which makes it even worse. It's no, like, who I am I like even a pop star that had, yeah, like... she's basically just Britney Spears, but the style of music is a little bit different. You know? Yeah, exactly. Did she not have know, a consistent I, band? I'm sure she did, but it wasn't like it wasn't like oh, there's a band and Avril Lavigne's the lead singer of it. It was like yeah, it was just like Avril. Madonna Lavigne. has a band too, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, but Madonna's and it, and not it is, in a band. They're probably it, all really good at their instruments too. Yeah. The big oh, difference sure. is Paramore was like a band, and right, like no doubt, it was like oh, an attractive front person. Yeah. And then it, she, it, the band becomes, it's like, oh, your name is Paramore. No, it's not. It's like. Right, right. That's what Phil calls attractive women. Attractive front people. <laughs> <laughs> Just attracted to their fronts. No, no, that's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. He's not but really like, a, a butt guy. But, but like. <laughs> well, but I mean, we're talking Avril, about Avril Lavigne. It's not like but Avril Lavigne yeah. is like that. It's not. The band is not the band. It's her name. Right. Totally. You see what I'm exactly. Saying? Like it's like if Paramore's how... band, it's like if Paramore was called uh, whatever Haley, her name Ashley Haley Kaylee Haley no Haley crap. Kaylee Williams. You guys know who we're talking Williams. about. Haley Williams. She's very attractive. Haley Williams. Amazing voice. Haley Williams. from from all angles. I'm sure. She's on TikTok and she has like a hair color company. Haley Williams. Isn't that strange? What's, what's her hair company? Color I don't know. Company. Haley Williams. Haley Williams hair company. She sells her hair? hair? <laughs> no, like hair. She sells her hair on the internet? I don't know. I don't understand. I honestly don't. It may be like some deep joke that I don't understand or whatever, but uh, I'll see TikToks with her. Let's see. No, she does. It's called Good Die Young. That's Great name. Decent hair dye company. <laughs> Good <Name>. Die Young. <laughs> uh. uh I mean, I used to be all over Manic Panic, so Good Die Young is... Okay, but so here's what we have to do before we... She has a big cult following. Yes. Yeah. Before we have to... Evangelicalism is a cult, right? Is she Christian? (laughs) I don't... I I feel like they have, like, Christian roots. Williams is a Christian and regularly discusses her faith in relation to her music. Oh, still? Yeah, well, he's reading a he's reading an article from two thousand three. No, it's Wikipedia. <laughs> so I googled Haley Williams hair dye brand, and the first result is Good Dye Young, but the second result is Good Dye Just for Men, it's Australian. <laughs> so thanks, like she Google. uses Thank Just you, for Google. Men. Just Google trying to sell me Just Good Dye Young. Good Dye. Yeah, young. They, Google's looking at you through the camera, and they're like, "Okay, we know what this guy needs." <laughs> he's like they're like your beard is weird <laughs> uh so okay your beard you if you if you were gonna see a show with six of these bands oh, okay you have to pick six but picking those six means you get to see each band's full set <laughs> sure sure yeah yeah i mean this is probably pretty easy for me who wants to go first this account, this like takes into account like bands because part of this is like some of these bands I've never seen before. Yeah, yeah. Well, that doesn't matter. You are creating. You can choose for whatever. Yeah, it's like I'm going to this festival or whatever, and I get to choose 
the six bands that I get to see the their Cold full Duke set stage at the Cold Duke stage. Yes, exactly. Yeah, you win. You win some some uh, drawing where you get to you get to choose all the bands on one yeah, on one stage. So you see. The, yes. Yes. I'm literally oh, writing what a great it down idea. on a piece of paper. Whoa, he's you guys. He's got paper. All right, I'm going to choose Law Dispute. my desk that I work at all Because I like them a lot, and they're freaking Who? cool. Law Dispute. You guys know Law Dispute? Uh-uh. Law Dis? Oh, Law Law Dispute. dispute? Law Dispute is dispute? really good. Law Dispute is Law Dis- really good. Law Dispute? Law Dispute. <laughs> I'm going to choose Jimmy Eat World because I've never seen them live. <gasps> Crazy. I've seen Jim Atkins. Eat World. Yeah. But not I haven't make seen a smug. World. We met him. A smug, yeah. Make yeah, a we, smug. We yelled at him across over a crowd. Of a people. smug, disappointed <laughs> face when you demanded a picture. <laughs> a lot of dispute, Jimmy World. Um, who else would I choose? I don't even know. I guess I would choose Dashboard just because it's been a while. Been a while. <laughs> um, I'll watch. I'll choose Bright Eyes as well. Um, it's four. Yeah, and then I'm gonna choose. I'm gonna watch um, the Alkaline Trio and Manchester Orchestra. I think that's it. I'll change out Alkaline Trio for Taking Back Sunday because I've never seen them. Dude, Taking Back Sunday is so good. There's so many okay. bands. I really like. I really so like. Maybe like a year ago, I was like, I'm gonna listen to a lot of these new pop punk bands and see if anything sticks. And like. Most of them, I was like, ah, I listened to a song or two and kind of was over it and not really into it. But I really, like the Wonder Years was a band that I hmm. listened to their newest album and I really liked it and I still listen to it. They're on here. Yeah, I know. I wouldn't choose them over those other bands just because, especially for the We Were Young, when we were young, you know, I was, I was young. I was you young, young when I found yeah. them. I was old already. <clears throat> it's not when I was a year younger than I am now. Okay, my list is going to... Um, your list I'm really intri- intrigued by. It's going to ruffle yeah, some yeah. feathers. No, Uh-oh. there's no feathers. Okay. Um, 100% Paramore. Sure. Dude, um, they're way good live. Uh, 100% The Used. I like The Used. Um, I've never rejects. I don't think I've ever seen... I've never the used seen Paramore. Orem, Utah. The Used are from yes. Orem, Utah. Oh, nice. I've never seen Paramore, and I but I know I would love to see them live. Mm-hmm. I have seen the Used, and From they the were fantastic only. live. Um, I feel like, well, actually, okay, wait, I'm going to ask you guys: AFI live, yes or no? Amazing. I don't okay. like AFI, so it's hard for me to say. So his he's one of the few, and I was literally just talking about this yesterday because he sings so high. And I've oh, yeah. never seen him play live where he didn't just nail his vocals the whole time. Oh, nice. Which is so rare with screamo bands, you know. I okay, feel like AFI so, is the kind of band that I don't like, but if I saw them live, I would like them. They're that, so good live. That is how I feel, Aaron, because I'm not like I'm not a diehard AFI person. Like I didn't yeah. try out being um, vegan because. Um, <laughs> Do you, how many guys did you know <laughs> growing up? They're really, like, dude. I think I'm vegan now. Like, Why? Look how hot Davy Havoc is. I want to be hot like he is. Yeah, like when I was 16 and I decided I was straight edge because I like minor threat. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> it's like, um, okay, none of these things are options. For like me. I was already just straight edge just by virtue of being Mormon. So, <laughs> so I mean, okay. Same. So I, but I'm also like, I'm already not doing those things. I might as well try to be cool about it. 
Yeah, exactly. Draw <laughs> some things on my hands. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm also. I kind of feel like I would really love to see Alkaline yeah, Trio. Yeah, yeah. Alkaline Trio is great. Um, but good live I, show. I have to see Avril Lavigne and I have to see Jimmy Eat World. Okay. Um, but I kind of I've seen um Amberlynn live and they were so good. They were so freaking good. Did you see them with um King's Kaleidoscope or was that a different show? No, I did not okay. see. They were not touring with King's Kaleidoscope okay. when I saw them. I saw them at one of those big. Was Andy Othling touring with e... King's Kaleidoscope? No, he was. Or with Amberlynn, he was touring. No, that Andy... was a different tour too. Yes, Andy Offling was. Oh, with Emery. Yes, was yeah, em- okay. he was with Emery. Um, uh, I saw Amberlynn at one of those obnoxious uh, evangelical, um, uh, Woodstock type. Oh, like events. Spirit West Coast or something. Yeah, it was where where they're like, "Hey, Christian, hey, youth pastors, take yeah. your youth group and camp yeah, yeah. in the mud." They sell group group rates and stuff exactly yeah cole this is a thing and it's so dumb and so obnoxious and i'm sure some organizers made buttloads of money oh yeah. um and so it was literally and i'm was sure designed. and i'm sure tons of kids were doing drugs and having sex too ironically I mean, probably right? yeah even probably, though their parents yeah. like sent them specifically to that place because we can't yeah. trust them at normal concerts yeah, exactly. This Christian hey, one. Hey, Phil, did you ever, like, were you ever, like, really, did you ever really want to go to Cornerstone when you were young? Or was yes. that, like, not on your radar? Okay. No, it was totally on my radar. Yeah, I, me too, and so, I never went, obviously, but. So, I had a, I was friends with a couple guys who were in a band that was, like, um, that got pretty big as far as, like, uh, you know, Christian circles mm-hmm. are concerned, and they played Cornerstone. Um, like some of the, like the, they weren't like low level Cornerstone. They were like yeah. mid level Cornerstone. Okay, and they thought they were, yeah, the that's freaking like the pinnacle, right? Coolest thing <laughs> ever, and they were like, any second, we're gonna get the call and we're gonna sign. And be and like instantly be making six figures. Yeah. Like that's they they were one hundred percent believing that that was what was going to happen. That's hilarious. Um. So I was very aware of Cornerstone because yeah. they were like, "Hey, sorry, we got to go play Cornerstone again." <laughs> Cole, do you know what Cornerstone is? No. So <laughs> let me, I'll take it back. A step. It I mean, I, I I assumed you didn't. I don't so, even want to know. You know? In the seventies, <laughs> like, so you know, you know, hippies. You're aware of hippies, right? Yeah, we hate them. Mormons um, do. So oh, that's really? why I you can't have a beard. Dash. That's why I can't so have a beard hippies. at my job in 2022. There were hippies, and then it's in like the like the late sixties, early seventies, there was the Jesus movement. Are you aware of this? Is Which that a band? Because like that's a no. It was like great Christian name hippies. for a band. Actually, it was like Christian hippies. It was more okay. of an ideal. Like a bunch of hippies got became Christians and like started the Jesus movement. Um, anyway, there was a group of hippie Christians called, and they called themselves Jesus People USA. And they. <laughs> Such a bad. That's like generated by AI. 
but no check this out so what they did was they started a commune in chicago and they bought like an apartment building and basically like everyone who wanted to like go there would like sell all their stuff and like join this commune and like live and they had their own businesses and they would like make their own money and like work in the community and stuff but they also started their own record label called Gur records and out of this they started a festival in like out in the country of illinois and they called it cornerstone and it became like basically like the pinnacle of christian alternative music in like the 90s and early 2000s and i always wanted to go and never got to go and like any like any edgy relatively christian band that you could think of probably played there and like killed anyway well and like Like um, mxpx yeah for sure for yes Jars, jars of clay yeah, probably. Yes. They may have been like a little mainstream, but they probably played. Yeah, Jars of Clay wasn't really edgy. But yeah, but, but it was like, like very strict. So there was like no alcohol and like yes, I, if you swore right. from stage, it would like be like a huge thing. Like that's awesome. Yeah. Who? Okay. Christian. Why am I? Why am I blanking on um the uh Christian um he's not Christian anymore. Oh, Page Price. of the Lion. You're thinking of Page of the Lion. Page of the Lion. Lion. Yes. Yeah. So they were like a staple. Like of so he was Christian back scene. then. Yes, yeah, yeah. and then he like as yeah, his Page albums, of the Lion was a Christian band. Yes, like originally. and as his his first wow. the first albums were like very Christian, and then when they were starting to yeah. get like like I I can't remember I heard I think I heard him in an interview, it was probably on Bad Christian, and he was like talking about like the progression of going to Cornerstone and his albums like slowly, like yeah, yeah. questioning more and more, yeah. and then at one point he just like straight up like didn't care anymore, and he goes and yeah. I think he was he was saying like in retrospect that he was like intentionally self like he was self-sabotaging right he like showed up like super super drunk yeah and got kicked out <laughs> they're like no interesting and he was like massive at the time like yeah. and they're like no you can't be here well so page of the lions interesting because they were like super christian early on but then they signed to like sub pop i think or suicide squeeze for a while and then maybe sub pop later but so they were on like really like like um you know like labels that had like legit reputations yeah right and and like you were saying cred bands like very yeah. much like everyone yeah, totally all the other bands were like oh pedro the lion ugh. yeah dude his stuff is so uh-huh. good now, la, 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 la. <laughs> exactly like, i don't care if he's going to hell his music's really good so freaking good it's worth it for me it's worth it for him to go to hell for me to have better for music. me totally. yeah, to enjoy <laughs> stupid he put okay. out some stuff on okay, um on Bandcamp a few years like a few months ago and he has a song called lighthouse and satellite and it's so good anyway dude i love cole it. did you give your list no no let's hear it and then we'll end buttholes have been talking about this stupid christian festival <laughs> Sorry, I've been uh, okay. Drinking so a little, little background. I've seen AFI and Taking Back Sunday a little and Dashboard. My favorite country band, but... and Jimmy World. Okay, probably more than five times each. Sure, it's because you live in the the high desert. Is that what you call it? I don't know what you call it. What does that have to do with seeing all these bands? Jimmy World. I feel like like Utah. No, I'm saying Phoenix Dashboard. Like part of the same world. Dashboard, Taking Back Sunday, AFI, and Jimmy okay. World are all like in the group of bands that when they come, I go to see them. You know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so I've seen them all many times, but I would still put AFI on my list because yeah. they're just amazing. Um, I would put Manchester Orchestra on there, even though I'm seeing them. They, if if I was saying like absent of everything else, if I could only right. see one of these bands on this list, it might be Manchester Orchestra. Yeah. Um, Do you like their new album? Yeah, it's, it's different, really but I I love it. All I their love it. yeah. I don't think they have an album that I don't love. Oh, nice. Um, I don't think I've seen Anne Berlin. Who? What's the band that does uh that does the Quiet Theory pedal? That's Anne Berlin, right? Is it? Or is it May? It's not uh, May. It is Anne Berlin, right? Or no? Who does? Who does the? There's the another song, the one brightest. that's. There's another band. I know that I'm the brightest little firefly. I know who it is, and I can't think of it. Oh my gosh! In her Copeland. Jar. It's Copeland. Copeland. Okay, that's who I was thinking of that I went and saw with, uh, with Chad Hansen, enemy of the show. Um, oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, it was actually a lot of fun. Enemy of the show. But I don't think I've seen Amberlin, and I freaking love Amberlin, and I bet they're really good live, right? I've never even listened to them, I don't think. Oh, you haven't? No. Dude. Is that weird? They're like super, they were like the epitome of like speed, like high energy, kind of not speed punk, but a little bit like that in that era for me at least. Like in the mid two thousands. Okay, Phil, you you were just saying they're amazing live, right? Amberlynn, yes. Yeah, I so kind of okay. like stopped listening to Christian music around like two thousand three or two thousand four or maybe five. And like, we get it, Aaron, you're cool. No, I'm saying like I just had a thing where I was like, I, I didn't even know Amberlynn was Christian either. And like I started like that's the weird. Stuff, so I kind of like, that's the weird thing is like I don't oh, for sure. I, yeah, I don't know any bands whether they're Christian or not, and I never did growing up. Yeah. Um. I would definitely have Thursday on the list too. I haven't seen them since I was in high school. Wow. Or like just after high ago. school. And that's four, right? AFI, Manchester Orchestra, Amberlin, Thursday. Uh JXDN, is that one of yours? JXDN. <laughs> what is that? Like an MXPX no ripoff? <laughs> uh honestly, I'd have Senses Fail on there. They're so good. I freaking have you guys listened to Census Fail? So I miss Census Fail. I feel like, like I've heard you talk young, about them, and now I feel like I'm like too old to get into it. They're like scream. They're just kind of screamo stuff. They're like the emo misfits. Really high energy. They're poppy though. They sound like. Or I guess like early saves the day. You know how like early saves the day had a lot of totally. like really dark stuff in it. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like they took that. Saves the day, man. Them. I haven't listened to them in. Decades. You kind of got canceled a little while ago. Oh, did they? Yeah. Interesting. The singer did Chris. And then I don't know who else. I mean, I like I'd probably put one of these bands that I love, like like Mayday Parade, Taking Back Sunday, or something like that. Oh, even like though I've seen team. them so many times, a Story of the Year maybe. Maybe I'd do Story of the Year maybe just because I, I you'd probably see a tray. You. I've never seen them live. There was this period of my life, like when I first got married and was dating my wife. We get she, it. You're married. <laughs> I, have, <laughs> I have children, even. The, we get she, it. We she gets headaches children. easily, and so she can't really do concerts because they're so loud. Mm. So th- there was this whole period of my life where I was big into music, but I never went to any concerts, and that's sure. where like Story of the Year and Senses Fail fall into. Okay. Weirdly. 
Story but now I'm back year. to going is, to concerts. What have they do? What have they done? What? Who? Story of the year. What's their like big song? Oh, do they have man. one? I'll I'll play one of these bang, songs bang. for you because uh, until the day I die is their biggest. Oh, okay, until yeah, the I know that day song. I die. I always thought that was like a. That, I always thought that was like a. What's that other band? Um. Oh, what's that band that was like really popular, kind of like emo punk band? They're still know. around. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Still around. Chad, Still man. his name is Chad. They had a fat dude that played guitar or bass. Oh, my friends over you. That was their song. My friends are what over you? I still choose my friends over you. Oh. Oh, a newfound glory. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always thought that was a newfound glory. That's song. what I was gonna guess, but I didn't recognize that song. <laughs> newfound sorry. glory is like no, because because that story story of the year has like they do a ton of like like metal screaming. Okay, see, I didn't. Where know that. I don't think, yeah, it's kind of like super early under oath. Yeah, but they it's like very melodic. It's honestly kind of like Thursday ish. It, it's pretty reminiscent of Thursday and AFI. Yeah. Where it's yeah, like the the I vocals are very melodic, but then there's also screaming, you know. Oh, so. he sounds like the dude from Taking Back Sunday. Take are you listening to it now? Yeah, yeah, they're really good, honestly. Like I, it's interesting that they weren't more popular than they were. That's cool. I like that. There, that whole CD I could listen to. Like it's it's the type of CD you could listen to all the way through. Oh, it's produced by John Feldman. I don't know who that is. He's the dude from uh, Goldfinger. Oh, who's he's also like a pretty like I don't know if he's like a popular producer, but he's done a lot of stuff production wise. Yeah, and he's like a songwriter too, right? Yeah. Phil, do you remember when I told you that? Oh, never mind. I can't remember what it was. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> Aaron Gillespie wrote a song for one of the little like emo rapper guys. Who's the emo rapper that died? Uh, emo which time that died? <laughs> Lil something. Lil Lil Pup. No, not Lil Pump. Lil um, Yeezy. Lil, Lil Pete. Not that one. Lil. Lil Peep. Yes, it was Lil Peep. I just Googled the emo rapper who died. Yeah, so Aaron, Aaron Gillespie <laughs> wrote one of the Lil Peep songs. One of the songs on Lil Peep's album. At least one. What a weird sentence. <laughs> anyway. You know. Anyway. Doesn't matter. How many people call him Lil Bo Peep? Uh, maybe he didn't write it. Let's be honest. I think he didn't write it. I think what happened is they um, Lil Peep song sampled an under oath song, so Aaron Gillespie got on his tour bus. Did he die of of an overdose? Probably. Yikes! Lil Peep is like um, it's like when you you don't want to say midget, so you you say Lil Peep. Oh, (laughs) Lil Peep. 
<laughs> oh, I should not be talking on a microphone right now. <laughs> Dude, you're you're never gonna be able to. I'm gonna be canceled in, office. in the 2040s. Anyway, this so this this I would go to uh, both of your guys's stages. By the way, so remember, uh, my brother is going soon. I think to to Hootie Fest. Okay. <laughs> in Cancun, he's no freaking. Way. Flying to Cancun <laughs> to this music festival that's put on by Hootie and the Blowfish. Yeah, assuming by it's Darius days, like, like And it's totally the same. It's all just 90s instead of 2000s, yeah. you know. Whoa, wait. wait. Wilco but he's had a putting show it like together? That that's like having Not my brother. No, I know, not your brother, but Hootie is. Yeah, it's called Hootie. Well, I don't know if he's putting it together. It's called Hootie Fest. He's like... He's headlining it. Who's Hootie is not a person, guys. Who was yeah. it that was in charge of... Firefest, Ja Rule, Ja Rule. Oh yeah, I mean he wasn't in charge of it, but he yes, was he was. He wasn't like the guy. Okay, in he charge wasn't in charge, yeah, but he, he was, was the financing. Face. He was like the figurehead. Yes, he was like he put had money in it. He was the only guy with cred. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so listen to the. So it's three days long. It's the the two main acts are Hootie and the Blowfish and Bare Naked Ladies, which nice. Still don't have still absent Stephen Page. Oh well. But then Blues Traveler, like who would not love to see Blues Traveler play live right now? I would pay fifty dollars. You know, Toad the Wet Sprocket, which was one of my favorite bands of the nineties, hands down. Mm -hmm. Better than Ezra. (laughs) This is such a good lineup, dude. This is a good lineup. Spin Doctors, Toadies, which are kind of underrated. Sister Hazel. I mean. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. And the fact that it's that many bands, the fact that it's that many bands stretched over three (laughs) nights means like you're going to get to see all of them for a good amount of time. Well, Hootie's playing all three nights. Yeah, Barenaked Ladies are only playing one night, which is There's four nights. That's crazy. Yeah. Is it like on a cruise? No, it's in Cancun. Like at a resort. Yeah, yeah. So it's like all inclusive, I think. Pool parties it's, and adventures still to be announced. It's it's all inclusive, and it's the water. The water is drinkable, but it's in a country that technically they don't have to follow like all the same laws. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's social like distancing you, it's or like any you're going to a resort, but then every night you have a concert of like a band that you loved when you were exactly, there. dude. Like that's Actually, freaking that sounds, sounds amazing. That sounds right? great. That sounds pretty cool. The way you just described it makes me <laughs> yeah, go, dude. Oh, wait a minute. So the I, first night, like what are first we night tonight? is oh, we're gonna go see Hootie better than Ezra, better than Ezra and Hootie and the Blowfish. <laughs> Next night, Toadies, Spin Doctors, Hootie and the Blowfish. That's that's tight. Sister Hazel, Toad the Wet Rocket, Bare Naked Ladies. The next one, dude. <laughs> Who's Sister okay. Hazel? They sang. Uh, uh, it's hard to say what it is I see in you, didn't they? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Is that them? No, isn't that all for uh, you? Yeah, it's yeah, all no, for that's you. Blues Traveler. No, no, that's not Blues Traveler. It's that's Sister Blues Hazel. Traveler. <laughs> it sounds like Blues Traveler. It might as well be Blues Traveler. <laughs> yeah, if there was a harmonica solo in the middle of it. Yeah. And a very um, large man with a gun. I know we got <laughs> lost. Episode, he's lost a ton of weight, though. Did you, you guys hear about that? Like Wilco had a, a festival or has a festival in Mexico also, and like. So a bunch of the bands have like pulled out or been like taken off of it, and so like people want their money back, and then the promoters are like, 
no. <laughs> no, you that can't sucks. have your money back. Why did they pull out? They're like, sorry, because of, of COVID and stuff, yeah. Uh, yeah, I wonder. They're like, we this... want our money back. And they're like, well, come and get us down here in Mexico. <laughs> yeah, they're good like, luck, guys. Um, no, like you should have known when you bought the tickets that this might have happened. Yeah, like, uh, this. Well, I hope this one is the end of January, so hopefully nothing will mess it up, you know. And then Wilco was like, um, we're not actually putting on the festival. We're just like headlining it. So don't totally, exactly. <laughs> like it's not our, yeah. Yeah. It's not our thing. We're just being paid to be I've there. thought about, would you guys want to go on one of those cruises that's based around a single band? Like what are some, I'm trying to think of some of the ones I've heard of. I don't of. know. I know Weezer has done one. Have the Weezer yeah. done one? Yeah. It would take a lot for me to do a, a single cruise. But when, when Aaron just said, go to a resort for a week and see all your favorite bands from the 90s. I'm like, that sounds like a freaking blast. Yeah, because yeah, you could do whatever you but want during the day. Like, band? go hang out at the beach during no. the day and then, like, have dinner and then, like, all right, let's go see Hootie and have a couple drinks and, like... Well, but the cruises the cruises that are, like... Like, the Weezer cruise had a whole bunch of bands. It was yeah, just Weezer sure. was the main. I mean, it's, honestly, I'd rather do that just because I love cruises. Like, I'd rather be on a cruise than sitting on a beach in Mexico. I'd rather be on a cruise ship. Weirdly. <laughs> hmm. We uh I guess really if you're at a resort where you can go get food twenty four hours a day, like I can go get soft serve ice cream twenty four hours a day uh-huh. and it was on land, maybe I'd still like that. <laughs> well, all right guys, we accomplished guys, this a lot. Is a great episode this and- evening. Thank you for friendship. And if you haven't Thanks. yet, check out that poster. Guys, you got <laughs> we got to figure out poster. We got to like add episode artwork and have that be the artwork for that episode. <laughs> no, just google it. When we were young. Poster. When we were young festival. Yeah. Probably we at festival.com. In a few days when you hear this episode, just google any of the bands and this poster is going to come up. Yeah, dude. All dude, right. Freaking Atlee. He said Damn, Paramore is the best band on this lineup by a mile. Who's that? Atlee Hickerson. Oh, who did he say was the best band? <laughs> Paramore. <laughs> yeah, come on, bro. Don't I mean, he's right. Relax. He's right. Not by he's a mile. Not. I don't think I don't, that's true. I don't like agreeing with Atlee, but... I love agreeing with Atlee, but I don't I agree don't. with him on this one. They're not the best band on there. It's not. They're objectively not the best band on there. Yeah. <gasps> but they're very good. False. I mean, yeah, they're good. All right. You guys want to do another one? Thanks for friendship. Thanks, for, that. Thanks friendship. for friendship. You did, and then I cut you off. Uh.